Welcome, friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks so much for being here. You know, when you work really, really hard and it becomes really frustrating because you see little to no progress. There are a few ways that this happens, or rather a few reasons that this happens. And today we're going to talk a little bit about this. One in particular is the lie that says it's only a little. This is one area that clients love to fight me because the way that I coach nutrition is pretty neutral. I don't tell you what to eat. I don't give you a food list. There aren't a lot of rules to follow. Nothing is villainized or restricted. And so when you start eating that way, especially if you come off of a really restricted plan, it's a breath of fresh air. So when this little lie of it's only a little comes up, the inner restrictor starts to point fingers and get a little bit self-righteous, which is always really interesting and funny to watch. One of the main guidelines that I recommend to both weight loss focused and emotional eating clients and really just anyone is to stop snacking between their three to four daily meals. If you've been eating five to seven for a while, this is not an easy ask at first, but most will find it's preferable after allowing some time for that phantom hunger that shows up during your normal eating times to just quiet the hell down and leave. While learning what that real hunger feels like, as opposed to, say, the desire to eat for emotional or practical reasons, there's a fun little game your brain likes to play called pretend to be hungry. Your mind will come up with all kinds of reasons for you to snack, grab something small, pick at something, or have just a little. Usually the big snacks are easy to see and eliminate, right? There are a lot of commonalities that happen here. These typically show up as really urgent emergency language. I'm not sure how long I'll be out, so I better eat now. I don't know if I'm going to be hungry for more than an hour or so, so I'll pack something to take with, right? It's like always being afraid of feeling hungry and trying to prevent it in advance. It's almost like there's no food, on the planet and um, you don't know that you're going to be able to stop somewhere or grab something. And so you come up with this really intense story that you're just going to starve to death and therefore you must eat to prevent hunger. And I get it. If you've been dieting for a long time or you've done these really restrictive plans, you might be a little bit afraid of hunger. Or if you've come up in a household where there was some food scarcity or something else, that's a completely different circumstance too that we need to discuss and honor and have space for. But that's not really what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is just the mental gymnastics that you go through in order to convince yourself that you need to eat, even though your body has not communicated that need to you just yet. It also sounds like 
I'm already hungry, so I better eat something since dinner won't be ready for another 45 minutes and I don't want to wait. I don't want to be the one saying no to cake in the office, bagels at the meeting, and so on. Snacking before bed because your pleasure meter hasn't been hit for the day. There are a lot of these little ways that you convince yourself you need to eat regardless of how your physical body actually feels. And when we start to learn to calm the emergency language and remind ourselves that our bodies are just fine going a little longer without food and that hunger is just our body's way of letting us know we should eat soon, not right now, but soon, we can usually change that behavior and wait a little bit longer to eat. This takes time. This takes some mindset work. It takes coaching. We can get out of the habit of panicking and get comfortable experiencing a little bit of hunger and uncertainty. And that's when these sort of big snacking incidents start to become less and less and they go away. We can begin to recognize the ways that we're lacking in our life choices and not prioritizing our own needs. And so we don't run to food as the only option for a treat that we have. We start to treat ourselves better. So we stop treating our bodies to food that we don't actually need. All of those bigger snack attacks take an individual approach and some behavior change, maybe a schedule change or something that needs to get in line. But with time and practice, we can change those things one by one. Those are the obvious ones. But what about when something isn't obvious like that? The biggest obstacles come by way of the little things, the things that you absolutely don't want to admit that you're doing, that you don't want to admit actually count or could make an impact. These little things show up in sneaky ways that feel like they shouldn't count at all. It's the little extras that make us feel like we're doing all the things, and we are, but for no reward. The first way that they show up is pretty expected. Eating those last few bites on your plate even though you're no longer hungry. It's only a couple bites after all. Not enough to save them for leftovers and you don't want to toss them. I mean, that would be wasteful, right? So they must not count. It's just a couple bites. This little thing can send clients into full-on mental restriction mode. It seems so little and harmless that throwing it out feels like you're somehow missing out, even though you literally just ate a whole plate of those foods. Listen, you are not missing out unless you forgot to be present during your meal. And then those last few bites are the only ones you're actually paying attention to. Instead of thinking about how bad it feels to toss them, think about how good it feels to fully engage with your meals, paying attention and learn how much your body, not your mind, actually likes to eat and needs to eat. The next few things are a little bit sneakier. Eating while cooking. Yes, it is acceptable to taste food for flavor and adjust. I'm not talking about that. Like you can taste for salt. But you know when you are tasting for flavor versus eating out of the pot. One or two small tastes is much different than a half a cup of food or more eaten before a meal is even served but you don't realize how much you've actually eaten because it wasn't plated and you have no way of really knowing. So by the time you sit down to a meal, you have missed out on the experience of having the meal, even though your stomach is relatively full because you've eaten quite a bit. So 
even though you have missed out on that eating experience, you don't want to miss out and therefore you plate your food and you go ahead and have that meal anyway, even though you snacked your way all the way through cooking. That's a sneaky way that those just add up to no progress. Standing at the counter or at someone's desk or passing by and grabbing a little something off the table, something out of the pantry, a handful of this, these mindless little behaviors are called BLTs, bites, licks, tastes, and it's costing you big time. They have calories, obviously, and little added on to little is no longer little. It ends up being a lot, even though you feel like you've done nothing, right? These little handfuls, these little bites, these little extras, they don't feel like a meal. They don't feel like you've sat down and eaten. You haven't had an eating experience. And so you probably have already forgotten about them before you even move on to the next task that you're doing. Your family food pushers offering you a bite on the sofa during a movie or in passing. Those little love offerings are a progress dead end. Finishing the last little bit off of your kid's plate. Stop that. Seriously, you don't like soggy Cheerios, sticky leftover sandwich crust, or goopy mac and cheese that has gone cold. And as a side note, you are not worthless leftovers. So stop treating yourself like you are. Not every meal is going to knock your socks off. That's expected. But please stop putting gross food in your body just because it's there. You deserve time to eat and food that tastes good and is fresh. But that is a whole other episode. You work too hard to set yourself back from success by eating the little things that you don't remember five minutes later. If you're going to eat outside of mealtimes, stop trying to be sneaky about it. Eat something that is actually worth it. Eat consciously. Use all of your senses because day-old popcorn is not doing anything for you. Let's be honest here. It's not satisfying you and it's not helping you reach your goals. So what is the point? This is just a little shitty habit that you have that you are using to distract yourself or to take a break or, you know, to procrastinate or whatever. The other reason that these little extras are progress killers is because when you are constantly topping yourself off with the little bites, you're going to struggle to work with your actual hunger hormones. How are you supposed to experience true physical hunger if you're always avoiding it with little bites of food? This top-off behavior is going to prevent you from being able to work with your body. We all know or have been that person that says they haven't eaten anything all day when the reality is You've eaten a handful of nuts, drank a latte, ate a few bites off of your kid's lunch, threw back a handful of cereal, had an apple, and so on and so on and so forth. These non-meal meals add up to full meals throughout the day, but you still come home from work, you're tired, and you're unsatisfied, so you eat enough food to equate to two or three meals in order to satisfy that mental hunger and satisfaction even though physical hunger probably isn't present and you think that you need these larger portions because you didn't think that you ate anything today. When you don't make progress, the first thing that starts to happen is you start to think that you should diet again. You should start restriction of the pleasurable food, begin to control everything, micromanage your portions, 
and you feel like your body is broken and betraying you, that maybe this hunger-directed eating thing won't actually work for you. Something is wrong with you. You're the exception to the rule. The old narrative of too old, it's my hormones, it's genetics, those all come stomping back, holding up their bullshit flags, creating a parade of negativity and doubt in your mind. And I hate to break it to you, but it's nonsense. You are not broken. Your brain is not broken. Your body is not betraying you. You are simply eating too much for the body that you currently have. And it feels like you work damn hard, which is so upsetting, for little to no payoff. These little extras are the first place you should be looking when you think that can't be it. Think again. It absolutely can and probably is it. I have seen major changes happen from people who just cut the shit, got super honest with themselves about the times that they are eating when they are no longer hungry, and all of a sudden, progress. So get off your own foot. Stop lying to yourself about these little teeny extras that seem small, but the reality is that they aren't small. You're eating extra meals that accumulate throughout the week, and you're getting absolutely no satisfaction from them whatsoever. So yes, progress happens when we can figure out the right amount of food on your plate for your needs, but the lack of progress that shows up after that is rarely about what's happening during your meal and almost always what is happening between them. That is all I have for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, screenshot it, share it on social media, make sure you tag me. All that stuff will be in the show notes. You can send me a message. Let me know what you thought, what your takeaways were. And again, thanks so much for being here. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.